Welcome to the Miller Oddcast, a brand new podcast from the Missouri Review. For over 40 years now, TMR has been discovering and publishing the best contemporary writing in fiction, nonfiction, and poetry. Our quarterly magazine appears in print, digital, and audio formats. Learn more at MissouriReview.com. Hello, everybody. We're back with the 27th episode of the Miller Oddcast. I'm Mark McKee, Managing Editor of the Missouri Review, and I'm pleased to be here with you now in the 4,000th Thursday to take place in the last two years. It's an honor today to present the latest finalist in the poetry category for the 2021 Miller Audio Prize, Introdiction, from Angela Cariotis. Angela Cariotis is a creative, a thought leader, and a divergent thinker. Her varied experience makes her unique and nimble. She's an advocate, educator, artist, and a project director. Angela is a future aesthetics performance artist writing about race, ethnicity, and class in America. Called a lithe and vital writer-performer by the Star-Ledger, Cariotis possesses the raw energy to light up a small city, heralds the Chicago Reader. But it's her sly and engaging use of language that makes her work memorable and dynamic performances that are serious and seriously funny. As a presented and commissioned artist, Angela has brought her unique performance style across America and beyond to venues such as the University of California, Los Angeles, Contact Theater in Manchester, UK, Legion Arts in Iowa, the Off Center in Austin, Texas, the New Jersey Performing Arts Center, and the Hip Hop Theater Festival in New York City. With its deft balance of narrative, critique, and movement, as well as Angela's visceral and fluid performance, her work is connected with audiences across the U.S., a one-woman artistic showcase in her trailblazing storytelling, Los Angeles City Beat. Winner of the NJSCA Playwriting Fellowship and National Performance Network Creation Fund Awards, Angela couples her masterful performances with cutting-edge residency work. A master teaching artist for 20 years, Cariotis is committed to literacy through the arts, theater for social justice, and art making as a liberatory practice. For her classroom teaching, Cariotis integrates contemplative learning and restorative cycles into her pedagogy. Her work is hyper-focused on classroom inclusivity and active learning. Cariotis facilitates strategies to create an equitable classroom and to support co-intentional teaching with an empowered and diverse student cohort. Stay tuned after this ear-bending, mind-delicious piece to hear contest editor Bailey Boyd and I have a brief, admiring conversation about it. And now, without further ado... Angela Cariotis's intro diction. One, two, three. Ain't nothing like the sound of ghetto lingo in my ears. It's been too, too long since crunchy consonants collide, racing for an ear. Finally, simmering in the salt of an earlobe flap, beating it restless like the hang of flesh in the back of your throat during a holla, ew, holla back, vibrations of ain't nothing but a thing jargon, releasing rippling waves, verbal swordplay, in proclamations of say word and my man piercingly pounce and penetrate cartilage causing hand slapping fist bopping salutations from homeboy to homeboy a monosyllabic bow-legged stride oops upside your head i said oops upside your head bloop 
into an eardrum. Drum, drum, drada, drum, ba da pam, pa pa da pa 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 da pa 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 da pa 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 da 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 play on cause when we was kids it was I to ax and not ask cutting the ends of words and tossing ing's a homegirl axing what you doing and coming with a primo pastime chilling or if you're by 43rd and Springfield Ave in Irvington New Jersey it's chileando por aquí or I yeah, depending on where you at, not where you are. So where you at? Instead of am, it's is, and in plural form, are is be, and sometimes are is tossed out altogether. After all, the less words in a question means getting to the answers faster. But the rhythm comes to a screeching halt. When you run into someone who don't jive to the same beat, knocking the breath out of you with the that's so ghetto. <laughs> say what? It's not about what I say, but how I say it. I'm not fighting to be heard. I want to be heard right. But in time, I learned to lighten the bones in my hands. The heaviness of my voice, I held on to every word. Every ing, every ending syllable until I sounded like everyone else. Indistinguishable until I wasn't there anymore. The roof of my mouth stings. My tongue is numb. My jaw aches and the muscles in my face are tired. Outside the city limits, there are jesters with judgments, jabs, right hooks and fakes, ready to strike the throat and thwart vocal cords. But down neck, there are those who hold tight to terminology made like tribal beats and homegrown like for real. Unlike them, I opt for the calm. Interviewers, listen close for a slip up. Maybe I sold out. Maybe I just grew up. Or maybe I compromised. Played by their rules. And wrote some ish in real messed up English. I mean American. Set in a neighborhood called Irvington, New Jersey. It will be gritty, edgy, and real. Characters will speak without self-consciousness. Words like soul, history, and truth will be used to describe it. And those of us who know, those exposed ears who laugh when no one else is, we will be the ones who clap loudest when critics fight to be the first to say, what an original voice. This is language that's alive.
Mm. Hello, Oddcasters. Um, welcome back to uh, the Oddcast, this time featuring poetry finalist Angela Cariatis and her piece, Introdiction, uh, which is part of a, a longer um, spoken performance um, we can see from her bio. There are endless things to say about this piece. It's wildly inventive. The spectrum of language and language's music and its import and its, uh, its social relevance are on full display from the beginning to the end. And it's really anticipatory of what we're doing right here, which is <laughs> having someone talk about it. And, um, and I won't suggest that what we're gonna do in our in our short conversation here is is get any further along than we can um, than we can get by listening to the piece again because I don't think that that's I don't think that that's on the menu. What I what I hope we're doing right here talking about it is is really just offering some appreciative comments and then redirecting you to listen to it again. Each time I listen to it, I find new things that I just want to talk about more and more. And so, yeah, I second and third the, the invitation to listen to it many, many times. And um, I don't think any, I don't think any experience of listening to it will be the exact same, I think. And I hope that listeners will pick up on um, different things, you know, each listen, each listening experience, because I think that's what this piece does so well is just kind of fold in so many clever and inventive ways of thinking about a lot of things. And I also appreciate too, um, the commentary, the commentary there as well. It's so it's not just, it's not just thinking about words as sounds and how fluid they are and how they can meld into each other and change and do all of these things. But there is also that very real commentary of how how we view language and how you know asking people to to abandon certain languages or certain um certain ways of saying things is is so very problematic and so i just appreciate all of the levels that this piece is doing so well in such a tight little five minutes um and so i just this is yeah just appreciation like mark said that's what i would like to offer well bailey i think that you're you're spot on in your kind of commentary there but i also i'm just kind of in awe of the the way that the the, the voice and the mind is tuned to kind of the different powers that language has and the dialect and and slang what we call slang i think sometimes uh derisively, although I think that that's changing slowly but surely. But the appreciation this, this piece itself has for slang, not just as a kind of musical element, uh, not just adding a musical element to language, but also denoting even things like place, right. ways of saying things become ways of, of identifying not just a self, but a location of that self. And it, it, it generates a, a sense of, of lived experience that has real value. And by being, being, by being so self-aware, 
and by questioning, um, you know, being able to kind of like slip out of an accent that other people would that would that would cause uh, other people or institutional powers that be to kind of deride the person who 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 carries that accent. It's just so it's just so in command of of what that what that means, and it's also expressive of the anxiety that one who has been or can slip out of an accent has about whether or not that that constitutes a betrayal of that original identity, that original self. And I mean, I think that that's a really ultra valuable addition to, to ongoing, ongoing discussions about the nature of language and what quote unquote um, proper or standard you know, English, or as she says in the piece, American, what yeah. that means and how it might actually be an instrument by which we're, we're kind of, we continue to put roadblocks in front of, um, of people's ability to move. And yeah. um, I love that she used that word indistinguishable too, to describe, um, to describe that way of, that way of, you know, changing language and then until until one is indistinguishable. I think that's such an important part of this piece, as you're saying. Yeah, that's the the it's a vote for, you know, it's a it's a it's a cry for distinguishability. It's a cry for distinction and and a cognizance that like the language that somebody uses, you know, is part of their identity and has to do with who they are. And it says something about, um, about the culture that we would ever think that you need to reclaim an accent or a dialect or a, a lexicon of slang that does everything that a language is supposed to do in terms of communication. And it's just, um, it also gets to be celebrated as musical and, and poetic in this piece. Um, and that, that elevates it even further. Um, and I think rightly so it, it brings to our attention in this really, in this really kind of this really, uh, intoxicating way, like questions of pleasure, but as, as well as questions of politics. Yeah. It's just a really, it's just a really astonishing work. I agree. I agree. And I think, I think you've said that well, and, um, I, I think everybody should listen to it many, many more times um, and um, and pick out, you know, element upon element upon element of new things that they appreciate about this piece. Um, and, and I hope that I hope that that's what listeners do, because I think this piece really, really um, invites multiple listens, I guess is what I should say. And I think with that, we need to get out of the way of those multiple listens and, and invite our Oddcast listeners to do it again. This yes. has been your Miller Oddcast with uh, Mark McKee and Bailey Boyd. <laughs> and this is the part of the Oddcast where Bailey waves at the screen. Can you hear that? She's waving. All right. Until next time. Bye, y'all. Thanks for being with us on Miller Oddcast number 27. 
featuring Angela Cariotis' poem, Intradiction. It's an honor to be able to share it with you. Stay tuned for Miller Oddcast number 28, coming soon. Thanks also to the Missouri Review Contest editor, Bailey Boyd, and as always to Patricia Miller for her generous support for the Miller Audio Prize. Finally, TMR is open for submissions year-round, and we remain dedicated to discovering and publishing the best contemporary writing in fiction, nonfiction, and poetry. Be heard. Give us the opportunity to discover you. Subscribe or submit your work today. Learn more at MissouriReview.com. <laughs>